Welcome everybody to Beat the Shift Baseball. This is episode 53 for June 1st. I'm Alex Uwe here today with the whole crew, Alex Rudy, Barbode Markazi, and Ray Strada. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing incredible. Liverpool just won the Champions League final in soccer. Had to plug that in. You never walk alone, baby. Should we should we talk about that for a little bit, or is there nothing to talk about? Uh, uh, the game the game was terrible. The decisive goal was on a controversial penalty from a handball in the first minute, and I'm not complaining because we fucking won. And that's what at the end of the day. So hey, language. This is this is a family podcast. Champions, that's, that's the law, right? I, I think we get I think we're allowed one per per show one. so you used it up already. G Willikers. Yeah. Um. So that's why baseball is the superior sport. If if anybody needed any confirmation, not that you did, but yeah, we are back with all four of us for our first podcast of June and hopefully our. I mean, it's June first. It is. It is our first one of June. Second or third podcast. Anyway, hey, we're, we, we're because, just trying to get a head start. <laughs> because of that, we are going to talk about storylines that may or may not be carrying on later in the season. We'll be talking about our early all-star selections, and we'll be playing stat game, because that's kind of the best thing that we do, and Ray will be hosting that today. So... Uh, if you if you want to skip all the the boring stuff and just want to hear us play stat game, then uh, you can do that. But in the meantime, we're gonna start off with some some buy or sell, which is normally done in a fantasy baseball context for us. But we're gonna just do it with everything today. So let's talk about the Minnesota Twins because they are probably one of, if not the leading storyline in baseball because they've, they've just been the best, and nobody's seen this coming. They've gotten production from very unexpected places, and this is after an offseason where they were, they were active but not splurging. They got a lot of smaller pieces that they needed, and they seem to be paying off so far. Um, as it stands right now, 39-18 and 18 record, which is the best in baseball, same number of wins as the Dodgers, but one fewer loss. And yeah, they've they've just been mashing the baseball. Um I've what is their home run tally at now? They they passed they were the first to hundred home runs and they've just continued to absolutely destroy the baseball. Um, among other things. So let's just get it and get to it right away. Are you are you buying this new Minnesota Twins team the rest of the year, or are they going to go back to being, you know, the the wild card contending type of team that we thought they'd be? Just FYI, real quick, they have 106 home runs. Okay, so. thank you. I knew I knew it was somewhere around there. I just lost track in the last couple of days. Uh, uh, I guess I'm I'll go first. Buying, yeah, I'm okay. buying the Twins. Maybe not to keep up this pace, but just for the fact that the AL Central is not very good, the Indians um, have not been as good as everybody thought they, they would be. Um, I think Minnesota has a really good chance to win this division. Um, 
I they might not end the best team in baseball, but I think I I like what they're doing. I I think they have enough pieces to uh, maintain somewhat close to this pace. Yeah, I mean, like last year, they I think they were they were close to the bottom in team ERA, but right now they're third and fourth, third or fourth. I don't think they're gonna stay on to that. I think they're gonna come down to earth from there. But as Ray said, the central is pretty weak, so they should have a pretty good shot at winning this division. Um, they're not going to uh, be the best team in baseball, though. I think, you know, they made the playoffs two years ago, so people probably underrated them going to the season, myself included. Um, I, I think they're going to end up having a pretty tight race with the Indians. At the end of the day, I don't think they're going to maintain this insane home run pace. Um, their rotation doesn't particularly impress me. I think a lot of guys like Rizzi, Perez, Gibson are high ERA pitchers who are having very productive starts. Um, their FIPS are all about run or uh, like Perez and Odorizzi have FIPS that run higher than their ERAs, for example. Um, and I think they have guys in Polanco, Buxton, Garver, uh, Rosario um, that aren't really that legit as legit of hitters as they're showing um, you know Miguel Sano coming back can make up for that somewhat um, I, mean, I don't think CJ Crone's going to hit uh, um, this phone <laughs> full season I mean we'll see I think I mean there it would be an insane collapse not like the playoffs at all but I still have to see maybe a month more to really still have complete confidence in them yeah, let's before we move on, let's talk about one of these players that you mentioned a little bit more, and that would be Byron Buxton, because boy, have we talked about him a lot in in the past years for all the. Is wrong he still reasons. one of your man crushes? I don't. I don't even know anymore. He's been on and off the list so often, but you've been talking about him since before Ray joined, and. Yeah, but it wasn't like, just me. He wasn't like did. a secret. He was the number one prospect in baseball for two years in a row at one point, and now it seems like he's just settled into the role of being a very productive major league player. The defense was always really good. He's been hitting ninth the entire season, and right now he has an eight thirty two OPS and. You know, pair that with spectacular center field defense and, you know, just great all-around play everywhere else. That's a very good player that they just didn't, ha- that they had, but, you know, they didn't have in the last couple years. So I think it really, you know, on the position player side of things, it, it is a lot of players over overperforming, but it does come down to this guy finally just being a good player and, and realize that he's not been talked about as one of like the breakout stars this season because what he's doing isn't spectacular there's there's been young players and rookies doing doing more than him certainly but when when you're looking at the the context of his career you you can't help but be kind of happy that he's just kind of settled in now under the radar which i thought was not going to happen honestly so um you know i'm buying byron buxton for what he is because what he's doing is just being a reliable player now and you know i don't know if any of you disagree with um with that statement 
I don't know if you think that Byron Buxton has more maybe in the tank than he's shown, but I don't know. It's just it's just really nice to see somebody who has been in this. He's his storylines have been so all over the place over the course of his career that now he's he's not the the head of any storylines, and that's when his team is the best in baseball. So there you go. I mean it's. I still think he's just really a defense first player. I still think, I mean, he's off, but now he's made his offense adequate enough where instead of being a Billy Hamilton, where he's pretty much still almost unplayable, even though he's a speed demon, he's at least at that Jason Hayward kind of level. Um, like, I think I think he could end up having a very similar career to Hayward, who has always been a disappointing career, but uh, considering his potential, but has always been a great defender and value to the team instead of maybe having uh AJ Upton is probably really the 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 floor comparison not Hamilton and so um we'll see how the season ends for him I think because I would still like to see him develop some more hitting skills but it's nice to see him at least you know uh coming off a really scary 2018 bounce back these are these are really number. concerning comparisons. I don't know <laughs> if you meant those as good things Jason, or if you meant Hayward's like a peak, great player. if you meant peak about. Jason. Okay, but Jason Hayward also only had one seat. His rookie season was the only year that he had an OPS higher than Byron Buxton's is right now, and he's only had two seasons in his now tenure career where he's had an OPS over eight hundred. And an OPS of 800 is, of 832 especially, is like more than than adequate. You know, 750 is sort of like the, the arbitrary benchmark of an adequate hitter. And he's I mean, well above that. So, you, Buxton's you, OPS is barely, is 803. So, it's wait, not what? exactly, that's what it says for me. Am I looking at the wrong Byron Buxton? The one on the twins, <laughs> yes. That would. It says twenty nineteen, eight oh three on Fangraphs. His OPS. Yeah. Do you want me yeah, to screenshot? On Baseball <laughs> Reference, it's eight oh three as well. Well, that's strange. Why is MLB.com's twenty nineteen stats different? I don't know. Do they not? Maybe he hit twelve for twelve today. One one website does not know how to. Uh, Oh, you know what? He did have a very good day today. Not 12 for 12, granted. But, um, yeah. Today's game against the Tampa Bay Rays, which is already over, he went 2 for 3 with a home run, a walk, and two ribbies. So, that probably was the, the separator there. He just added close to 30 points to his OPS with another good game. Five and the thing is, too... Total bases. And the thing is with that too is that he has had pretty poor home run luck considering his season so far. Um, I, I believe all of his home or five of his six home runs now have come since May 1st and leading up to that point um, through through all of April, he was the league leader in doubles or he might have been tied or second with David Peralta. But he's he's just he's been hitting the whole time. So, this is not like a very like flash in the pan. Like he had one crazy hot streak where he did all of it, but 
Well, before we move on from the Twins, let me inquire about one other player that we briefly mentioned, Jorge Polanco. Do you guys are you guys buying or selling on his, you know, breakout offensive year this season? He already has, um, you know, uh, nine home. He's probably gonna destroy his home run um, career high. His nine home runs so far this year. His career high is thirteen. Um, stealing way less bases, but hitting with dramatically more power. Um, 100 more ISO, 100 more points in his ISO power, and by far the highest BABIP of his career. So, do you guys think that's a legit performance? The yeah, the batting average is very high. Um, yeah, but he he has always had a decent, dis like his plate discipline has always been decent. Um, Pretty low strikeout rate, and the balls are in fact juiced. So a little bump in power. Would not there be all that shocking, you know. And he's passed. He's passed the PEDs. He I, he's already had three separate occasions where he came one one hit shy of the cycle, um, where he's actually like completed the the hardest stages of the cycle, like the home run in the triple parts, and one of them actually was. So that's it's kind of weird that he's doing that as often as he is. Um. Yeah, that was just a weird fact that they're out there. Uh, is William over under or buy or sell on Williams Ostadio being the best Twins catcher rest of season? Because Twins catchers <laughs> have been phenomenal. I, th- I thought you were gonna say of all time. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know. No matter what it is, you're buying it, Uwe. I don't know because Mitch Garver <laughs> is very good. He's on the the IL right now with an ankle injury. He should be back kind of soon, but he had been destroying the baseball jason castro has been very good twins as a team lead major league baseball in in home runs from the catcher position this year i i do personally think mitch garver is legitimately a really good hitter he was really good in the minors and he was pretty decent last year and he was on a lot of lists as like an under the radar catcher by his main disadvantage is always playing time just from like a fantasy perspective so i really think um, he's legit. Castro is definitely not. And I think, uh, you know, Asadio has been pretty cold since he came off the DL. I, I'm, I'm not, even though my meme-ness does want to pick Asadio, I do think Garver yeah. was going to have a season productive-wise overall. Um, yeah, that's very fair. Um, and to, I also, I've severely undersold that stat that I gave. I said they have the most among catchers by any team. Twins catchers, as a position of any position, have the most home runs. Like from a single position of any in baseball, other than Brewers right field, which is Yelich. So <laughs> that's a wild statistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, isn't it? Um, yeah. So the Twins that's are really fun. Is the point? Um, that that one can be a. Uh, can be attributed to effectively wild also if you uh, don't already listen to that podcast so let's move on though let's talk about austin riley because he demands we talk about him he had another home run today it's his eighth in 16 games and i don't know what more there is to say about that other than is that sustainable no but i mean is, is it real like is he the real uh, deal I think he is. 
uh, yeah. what is it, before he came up in AAA, he had 18 homers in 30 games? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, so he's I mean, regressed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. He had 15-37, but... Oh, uh, yeah. no. Okay. No. Not I mean, 18 in a 30-game stretch, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he's not. He's going to come down to earth a little bit, but he's for real. I think he's legit. Like, granted, he came yeah. he, when he was called up. He was very hot, but so like you can attribute some of his what eight home runs in sixteen games to him remaining hot. But he's he's legit. He'll he'll come down to earth a little bit, but he's he's going to be good. He's, he's yeah. Ow. Pictures are going to find his holes. <laughs> uh, are going to find the holes in his swing, but I, this is. I don't know why, but like the immediate comp that comes to mind for me is like another rookie, Pete Alonso, just kind of, kind of a similar build to him. I don't know, but like Pete Alonso's done very well for himself. I think it's, uh, they're both going to be pretty successful at the major league level. More home runs rest of season, Austin Riley or Pete Alonso? Mm -hmm. Riley, just because I think his park is a better. Park, but if I'm wrong on that, correct me. No, SunTrust is a very hitter-friendly park, but also Pete Alonso dwarfs any ballpark. Yeah, I was gonna go with Pete Alonso. I would too. I go with Alonso. Uh, all right, uh, but Austin Riley, very yeah. good. Like like we talked about, um, or you know, his strikeout rate in the minor leagues was like the biggest cause for concern. Like Alonso. And that these are fair concerns. He's definitely not going to do this all season. He will struggle right now in 2019, has 23 strikeouts to just three walks, does Riley. So he's going to have to adjust a little bit. But, you know, certainly of the big flurry of young uh, rookies that came up, I think this is close to two weeks ago now with, you know, him and Rogers and Hero all being called up. He's definitely been the best by far. So, the game's in good hands. Yes. Um, all right, let's talk Padres. How how weird is it that we're talking about like the Twins yeah, I, I and was the about, Padres? I, I was about the second to say, place yeah. Padres, but how uh, far are they behind? Eight games? I don't know. They are eight and a half games back of the Dodgers, but they are thirty and twenty-seven, and their closer is just the best right now and that's Kirby Yates he's seemingly saving every single game and you know Chris Paddock was the leading storyline um but that has kind of changed a little bit as he's come back to earth um since just absolutely dominating everybody but I mean a 2.4 ERA is still not necessarily coming back to earth but it it, well it is it if you look for like, but he's still very Paddock, good. Is the yeah, point? Paddock is good, yeah. but Paddock has been getting beat by good teams. Meaning, uh, like you know, Yankees roughed him up, Dodgers roughed him up. He's been beating up on bad teams. And when I have Padres fans telling me, "Oh, he's not supposed to beat the good teams because he's not supposed to be our ace," um, I don't, I'm not sure what to make of that. <laughs> that's that's a weird. <laughs> that's a weird defense. Is <laughs> yeah. Is BABIP is insane. That's like really the only stat that I think matters pretty much in my opinion. Um, 201 is just impossible. I don't know. I, I mean, so I think it settles there. 
he's clearly really talented. I mean, his minor league stats were excellent. I think he was probably just grossly underrated. I mean, the guy was way too... I mean, the guy went straight from double A. That's probably really the real reason he flew straight under the radar this much. He's definitely legit. Is he an ace? Yeah. I don't know. It's his first season. He's 23, never pitched in triple A. I mean, I think there's no reason to need to judge him on that level yet. But they, they've clearly found a gem, and I think he's pretty clearly legit um, as, a, as a number three to one potential guy. But, but he's not supposed to beat the good teams because he's not their ace, right? Yeah. <laughs> we have a weird definition of ace going right now. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. Um, yeah, so... Kirby Yates is definitely legit. Creates 22 for 22 in save opportunities. So basically yeah. most Padres are winning a lot of close games. They don't have a great run differential, I don't think. Um, they're winning a lot of close games mainly because of Kirby Yates, but also because the middle of their bullpen is also not very good. Yeah, Kirby Yates has saved 22 games, and like I mentioned, the Padres have 30 wins. Um, he's in 22 out of 22 opportunities. He's very good. Um, what is what's that pace for? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a nice over under on Kirby Yates saves the rest of the way. Um, I'm 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 doing quick math right now. That's why I'm on pace for... All right, over under 60 saves. He's on pace for like 62 ish. Over under 60 saves for him. I'm gonna go under. I don't think. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm That's, under. <laughs> that was an easy one, so to speak. I'll give under. him an over just because I like being fun. It's not a knock against him. It's a knock against the Padres. Well, the Padres are gonna yeah, win yeah. that many games. It's just will will Yates be the cl- will Yates even be on the Padres on August second? Is the question. No. Mm-mm. Well, if yeah. they're still contending, then then probably yes i don't know padres do weird things remember brad hand remember when he was there that was very recently um yeah but the padres have been good despite not having tatis for a few weeks now ever since he broke his groin basically i know that's not what happened (laughs) but that's what looked like happened when he did the splits and machado has been extremely underwhelming but they have guys like fran mil reyes and hunter renfro who have been exceptional with the bat so um yeah good job padres way to not be the worst all right and the nationals on the other side of the spectrum are doing it again but this time without bryce harper and that's just being disappointing um and it's unexpected i thought they had a big season ahead of them so what do we think here with the Nationals? Do they do they turn it around and get themselves back into a playoff race soon now that they have Trey Turner back from the IL and you know they have Juan Soto hitting again. They have they have it now. They have their team together. Their pitching's been great. This is the time that they have to go on a run, I think. Right? I, this is like their last I, chance. I have to correct. I'm sorry, but their pitching has not been great. Their starting pitching has been great. Their yes, bullpen sorry, is that was, atrocious. Yeah. Yep, that's what Disgusting. I meant to say. You can't win with a bullpen yeah. like that. <laughs> I mean, I think no. without making trades such as a Kirby Yates to shore up their bullpen, which I, which 
I think the the hole they've digged themselves is insurmountable. And I think you could argue it isn't even worth it for them to try to make that kind of trade when there's this big of a deficit to overcome. And that's in a division where, I mean, I think the Phillies have obviously, not to get too tangential, but the Phillies are obviously having a good season. But I don't think that's, that anyone in that division is unbeatable. I mean, it was there at the beginning. But this hole is, I mean, I don't know how many times has teams come from like 10 games under 500 to make this late in the season to make the playoffs. I'd love to see that stat on effectively wild or something. I mean, they they did what the Red Sox did where they did themselves out fairly quickly and ended up at 500 and kind of sputtered. I would be all in, but I I think it's pretty unbelievable. A team with this much talent is performing this bad once again. They are two and 10 in games that Max Scherzer started, started the year. He has been the most unlucky. He's been DeGrom this year. It's, that's not good. Um, I mean, it is good because DeGrom was really good last year, but the luck part is really, really bad. Um, Buy or sell, Trey Turner wins NL MVP if the Nationals end up in first place at the end of the year. Sell. 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 It would be Rendon. What if what if it's unless, not? It would still be Cody <laughs> it was a weird question. To be fair, I don't yeah. know if that unless Turner <laughs> turns into uh, pulls a Bellinger like streak right now, mm. it would still be Cody Bellinger. <laughs> Fun. The answer is already Cody Bellinger. What if what if Christian Yelich Cody Bellinger does things? Yeah. Christian Yelich had a great game today as well. Um, yeah. So I... what what is the percentage? You guys give them making the playoffs at this point, getting the second wild card, let's say, or with division or whatever. What percentage you guys give it? Ah, twelve playoff. Twelve percent. Yeah, I go five. Five percent. I go twelve. Twelve is a good number. Twelve. Just copy my answer, why don't you? Fine, I'll go fourteen and a half. Okay, appreciate it. All right, let's I'm move on from go. the Nationals. The Nationals are a little too sad, and I, I, and I can tell. We're, these, are, these are not fun. That was not a fun topic. It's nowhere near as fun as the Twins and the Padres. Um, and one other team who is not really a playoff contender but has also been spectacularly fun is the Texas Rangers with doing it with the likes of their new ace, Mike Miner. And, and Hunter Pence. Yeah, and Joey Gallo, who just doesn't miss baseballs anymore and when he does he still strikes out but he's doing it a lot less now than ever before i think his hard hit rate is still somewhere close to 60 percent which is ridiculous and he homered again today so (laughs) um buy or sell the rangers are the most fun team in the al west right now with the teams like the astros Missing George Springer, Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, and the Angels with not Tommy peak Lestella. Mike Trout. Tommy Lastella could carry the Angels back into that discussion. I'm, I'm betting on it. By himself. So you're still taking the Angels yeah. as the more fun team? No. Not no. surprised. Uh, what about you I'm guys, not. though? I'm taking the Rangers. And okay, I also have to mention I cannot talk about the Hale West without mentioning that the A's have pretty much not lost in like the last two weeks, which is absurd. I don't I don't even know how familiar with that people are 
were you guys aware that the A's were on like an 11 game winning streak? I don't know if it's st- is, ten, there, ten is their game. streak still active? No, no they no. lost to the Angels. You're right. They, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, do yeah. believe it was they reached 11 <laughs> on that streak that they were on. They Did they 10, not? I think. I'm, they lost in there. I want to check game. that now. Um, but anyway. What about the fact that the Mariners are garbage trash after their hot start? You make a compelling case. The spectacular <laughs> thing that's happened here. The <laughs> winning Stone just hit a home run, so there's some joy. There's, yeah, but isn't that a total Mariners thing to do every year? Yes. Yeah. So Mariners also look at Del Jay. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry so, Depoto when they Jerry Depoto when they were doing good comes out and goes like starts talking about how like this was his master plan coming together all these weird moves he made all of it's coming together and then here we are again i think it's because he stopped making weird moves he should have just continually made weirder moves why do you think today he just made like half of his team available again jay bruce is likely going to be a philly like tomorrow or the next day yeah which is news because the phillies have no outfielders and their previous starting center fielder is a dum-dum so you know he he will play there that's what the the deal seems to be so just getting back to the rangers are. real quick i think we can all agree pence not legit gallo legit so do we think mike Miner at age 31 has truly revitalized his career after a decent season last year or and in being a top arguably top 10 starting pitcher this year or is he going to tear his I don't know arm off and lose it at some point instead legit his swinging strike rate yeah. is unbelievable <laughs> he's yeah his I mean he's had the history of the Tommy John but <laughs> I, I would say legit yeah no, there's nothing in his peripherals the BABIP is sitting at 305 uh, Cape Ryan has gone up by two full strikeouts. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's mentioned the, sw- the swing and miss rate. Yeah, I think Mike Miner has found something this year that might be sustainable. Yeah, I think his uh, home run rate is very low. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a great re- revitalization. I don't know if any of you guys know what he's kind of changed his repertoire to produce this kind of revitalization but i mean the guy always had talent so it's not it's, yeah. it's definitely he's not his numbers aren't so inc- like they're not mind-blowing so he might be a good deadline pickup by a contender as well i think absolutely his nickname yeah. is also spike villa which is awesome i did not know that but that is really cool there's not a lot of cool nicknames in baseball right now i feel like who's got the best nickname in baseball right now Rich Hill, Lodge Tortuga. Yeah. I Rich Hill. I think those probably are two of the front runners off the top of my head. I mean, yeah, like Gary Sanchez, the Kraken is a cool one. Um, eh. I mean, just like cool things, you know, like like turtles oh. and and yeah, and, and Rich Hills, but <laughs> and, <laughs> and Dick Mountain. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey now. Hey, D Mountain. You don't know. Y'all, don't y'all know get one. Everybody gets one of them. On, on today's podcast all right i'm, I'm still trying to find I'm still, um... <laughs> um yeah anyway hunter pence also is like you said he's not legit but 
I don't even care because I love it. I, I, wish, I hope it just stays that way the whole season. Um, so yeah, let's. Um, we we spent a lot of time on this this very bizarre buy or sell segment, um, and we were gonna do in like a, a early all star segment, but we're gonna do that extremely abbreviated right now. Are there any players who you don't think are are like on the periphery of deserving? all-star recognition that don't have it right now like so we're not going to talk about the the bellingers and the yelliches we're not going to talk don't don't bring up those guys that are definitely going to be all-stars but well can i I ask a question yeah i was thinking about this the other day i was talking about this with my dad the yankees are going to have the best one of the top five records in baseball probably by the time of the all-star game but I don't even know who's there. Do you guys think they have a clear all-star? I guess Luke Gary Voigt. Sanchez for catcher. Luke Voigt is the best uh, AL first baseman Luke by a Voigt. decent margin. Okay. AL first baseman have been really bad. Yeah, Except Jose bad. Abreu's been close. Luke Voigt and CJ Crone. Yeah. Wow. No, and Jose Abreu is there too. Disturbing. But those are those are the names. <laughs> that's that's about it. <laughs> G-Man Choi. Okay. Nope, I don't think so. Um, G-Man Choi. I love G-Man Choi. Um, any, but all-stars oh. on the periphery. Who you who you really think deserve it? Yeah, and that you'd love to see. I love to see Hunter Pence. <laughs> now I, he's I'd not lo- a giant. I love him. Yeah, I'd love to see uh, Tommy Tommy Boy. And there, I would That'd too. Be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. We should have done uh, buy or sell on Tommy Listella because. I, I... <laughs> but <laughs> I I guess we're buying um, him because we want to see him in the All Star game. Yeah. But, Wasn't one of uh, you right? Garver is actually. If you if you want to vote for Mitch Garver, you need to write him in. Since he's not the catcher listed for the Twins currently. All right, because you he's heard it here. Field, but... Last year, I do. If you don't remember last year, our our call to action was to write in Brandon Nimmo for the All Star game. How things have changed since then, but this year, our, <laughs> our current call to action is to write in Mitch Garver. Who is not on the ballot so get to it folks he's probably deserving of it yeah well gary sanchez has like a million home runs too but he only hits home runs um so yeah um anybody else i i mean austin meadows i think really should even though he like he's missed time but he's yeah, just austin ridiculous definitely should. um are, are there others like mondesi's been uh, insane him and Polanco, like, who would have thought yeah. that they'd be the best two shortstops in the AL? So, uh, I don't know. Last call before we get to stat game. Any other? Uh, Alfred Go has been very good for the Dodgers. I like that one. The Dodgers, people, I think, need to understand that the Dodgers just are really good. They're, you know, they they definitely have players who are for whatever reason, not considered, like, high caliber. But I think Jock Peterson and Alex Verdugo and Max Muncy are pretty certifiably, like, high caliber players now. So, yeah. Yeah. Just, just a note on the Dodgers. If people are out there saying, oh, they're going to do the same thing, they're going to make the World Series and lose again. The Dodgers have vastly increased their contact rate and dropped their strikeout rate, which is which should be scary for the rest of the league. I wonder has any team made yeah. it to the World Series three consecutive years and lost three all three of them? I don't 
I don't the know. The Rangers didn't make a third one, right? No. no. So no, yeah. that's I'm the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> that's a good call, actually. All right, let's go ahead and do stat game because okay, stat game. Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, all right. So the first one we'll do hitters, highest contact rate. Um, contact should we set in order first? I think you have yes. a number between one and thirty. Why 30? 15. 29. <laughs> Rudy. Uh, one. Um, what was it? All right, Uwe, Harbode, and then Rudy. 17. Okay, cool. Can I, ask, can I ask a rules question before we get started? We haven't done this in yeah. a while. If, are you allowed to do research if it's not the explicit stat itself? Nah, close fan graphs. What do you mean? You cheater. It has to be from your brain. Yes. Yeah. I mean, th- we're not talking about anything afterwards. You don't need to have fan graphs open. Yeah, oh, close, close, your, close your leaderboards, close your stats. Come on. Okay. Um, highest contact right. percentage among hitters. Uh, and also, uh, another question. Are these sorted by only qualifiers? Qualifiers. For all of these. Yes. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, I will say David Fletcher, even though he might not be qualified. <laughs> he is qualified, and he is first. What? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 94.2% of the time, he is making contact. Let's go. That's my boy. I don't Wow. We kind of stole that from you, Farboad. I thought yeah, Lestella was going to get... I earned that one. Lestella is third. Uh, do top five. So Fletcher, See, Brandley, that, that, one, that one was just designed for me too. It kind of was. Yeah, Ray. Ray was just trying to give me a point to welcome me back to this podcast, basically. And but, we just had we, to steal it. I'm the new biggest Angels fan. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So that's point on the board for Uwe. Uh Do we want to change up the order every time, or same well, let's, order? Let's snake draft it. Same order. So just flip it. Or what? Okay. okay. I was going to give him care. a chance. I was going to give you guys a chance. Uh, I, I just don't know who I'm guessing for this next one. So <laughs> You're in the middle one. anyway. All right. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy first, yeah. then Farbo, then Uwe. Yep. Okay. Okay. So this is pitcher's highest contact rate. So who is getting, who is getting the least amount of swing and misses? Percentage. Again, qualifiers. What? Wait, is this that's uh, I don't yeah. think that that just means like the lowest strikeout rate, right? Or no? Is that not Wait, right? contact percentage? Yeah, so isn't is it... it like results of plate appearances though? I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that is. So ba- essentially, the lowest strikeout rate. Does a relief pitcher qualify? Like, and and contact well, percentage. walk rates factored in too. So, so yeah, is... it's results of at bats though. Does, do relief pitchers qualify in this? I don't no. think so. To uh, so lowest strikeout percentage, basically. It's it's what the thing is. It's what it says. Barbode's <laughs> answer is Brian Perez, so I'm gonna say that for him. That's not my answer. Well, what's your answer? What's your answer? Um. 
Felix Hernandez. What? <laughs> That's interesting. Um, well, neither of those are in the top 30. So, really, you just have to get somebody in the top 30, and you will already have a commanding 2 nothing lead. Oh, boy. Um, uh, Lance Lynn. I don't know. He is 27th. Hey, I, I made it. That's that's I'm how back. we do it. Hi. You, you, I got yeah, it Martin Perez was not on the top 30 for both. Dang. All right. So Uwe is just one category away from winning. Who is the who is first? We're going to go back to Uwe first, then Farbode, and then Rudy. Yeah, who was the number one contact percentage? Oh. Eric Lauer. Okay. I, I'm on his. I'm on I'm just not interested anymore. And okay. Porcello, and then Mike Lee, <laughs> and then Ivan Nova. Okay, so bad pitchers. Got it. Yeah. All right. So now, I don't know how much you guys look at the BABIP leaderboards, but who has the highest BABIP among hitters this year? Um, I don't. I don't think it's still the highest. I'm gonna say Avisel Garcia. Um. Yeah. No, he is. I I imagine he might not be qualified because he is. He might not be qualified. All right. Well, if neither of them yeah, get it, I get a redo. But you guys go. Um, Brian Goodwin. What? I know who he is. <laughs> oh, he's sixteenth. <laughs> nice. Those angels. I'm just gonna name the lineup. Okay, <laughs> Rudy. Uh, uh, Giovanni Ishala. Um, he may not be qualified. No. But... I don't think he's qualified. Yeah, I think both of so us messed both, up there. Yeah. My other guess would have been Elvis Andrews. He's probably higher, huh? But for both it. you would have lost still. Oh, okay. Um, cool. All right, David let's move Dahl. on. Who is David Dahl? David Dahl, 441 Babbitt. Surprising. Wow. Then Javi Baez, then Lurie Garcia, Brandon Lau, David Peralta. Joey Gallo is sixth. Hmm. What was Brian Goodwin? 16th. No, what was his Babbitt? Oh, 64. What? It sounded like <laughs> you just said 64. Which... 64. 64. Three, six. Four. This is why uh, you get a microphone, Ray. All right, we continue. Arcella has three eighty nine. So I feel cheated with that, but okay. The qualifiers <laughs> are are qualifiers. You guys must be fun at parties. Oh, you know it. We always play stat game. All right, what you got for us? <laughs> Who is the lowest Babbitt among pitchers? Uh, Rudy, you start this one, I think. Uh, yeah, you. What? He is 12th. Who? Hyunjin Ryu. Hyunjin Ryu. Oh. Dream My Monster. Turn? Yes. Uh, Zach Granke. Fourth. Wow. <laughs> that was nice. impressive. Nice. Um, Lucas Giolito. 11th. Oh, okay. So, Farbode has tied it. Rudy can't win, but 
he can make Louis and Farbode not outright win if he takes this next one. All right, let's let's the do it. Team at uh, again, Louis going first. Who has been caught stealing the most times this year as a team? There's a total cost stealing as a team. As a team. Not I know the Royals have stolen the most bases. I don't. I can't imagine they've also been the caught stealing the most. Although it it would be an okay guess. Um. Uh, I'm gonna guess the Twins. That was a probably a really bad guess. <laughs> 20, twins are twenty fourth. <laughs> they're pretty good at stealing bases. My Which bad. Which is good. Yeah. All right. Um, you better not choke this one. I I'm gonna take Uwe's advice and I'm gonna go with the Royals. See, if Uwe followed his own advice, he would have won it because the Royals have been caught stealing those. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? I didn't want to win. Okay. <laughs> so Farbod, did Farbo, did you win the stat game on the prediction show? Was I on the prediction show? I don't. I does. He won this one. <laughs> <laughs> one more matters. Also, did you really just ask if you were on the prediction show when we all gave our predictions? Oh yeah, I was on the prediction show. <laughs> uh, I think I. Hey, all that matters is that now we know Uwe just blew a two two zero series lead. He did. Yeah. We did. I think we blew a series lead, and years. Rudy didn't answer two of the questions because. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the correct answer. I think there's a gas leak where I am, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show because I'm probably in, in severe danger right now. I need to check my carbon monoxide detectors. All right, but uh, that was that was fun. Well, you know, yeah. as fun as it could be with me embarrassing myself. But uh, we ho- hope you enjoyed this. God damn it, Far Mode. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, <laughs> as all over the place as it was if you if you enjoyed it make sure you rate rate comment and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it and check out our website beattheshiftbaseball.com we have all our podcasts and articles there as well and make sure you follow us on social media at beattheshiftbp and we do a lot of fun stuff on instagram nowadays so that's you know a good place to uh get in touch with us so that is it for today Thank you, everybody, one last time. As always, Farbode. Peace. All right, Ray. Did two of you say that? (laughs) That's my thing.